Yeah. It is the Sedano and Cap Christmas special. As we approach 5 o'clock in the Southland, Sedano, we announced it today. We'd like to welcome Buffalo Wild Wings and Jim Beam as sponsors of the 710 Mandy Awards. They're happening February 6th. We also debuted this award. Look at this award, Sedano. The it's Champagne beautiful. Nuts and Trophy. Champagne and Nuts Trophy. You can see it at ESPN Los Angeles on Instagram and Twitter. But it's going to be gold encrusted, right? It is going to be gold encrusted. And, of course, they're named after our boss, who's in studio with us, Amanda Brown. Yes. Kaplan. Yes. yes. And Champagne and Nuts because of Michael. Of Michael Thompson. Yes. And all I want for Christmas is you, Sedano. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> you were wondering if I would make it today. Well, that's what, you know, he plays a lot of games. When we do these in-studio things and I say, Sedano, I want the whole Mishbook in-studio. Yeah. yeah. It's 17 well, I, phone calls. I changed mm-hmm. the flight for you. He always does this. Now he's going to bring this up in like two I months. I changed the flight for you. I literally booked the flight at 1045 at night out of Dallas to, to get here, which I almost missed because the game went into overtime. Right. If it would have gone to double overtime, we're I not here right totally now. I was totally screwed. Yeah. Thank I would you, have had to thank you, Sedano. Figured it out. We wanted to be here with the Christmas cheer. Yes, Rapplin's right. given us these beautiful robes, he did. smoking jackets, or nail salon jackets yes. as uh, barber Amanda. shop jackets. Yes. Barber shop jackets. Masseuse. Masseuse We've got jackets. a T-shirt debut coming as the holiday stuff uh, continues. Mm-hmm. Got a beautiful holiday-themed Sunday swagger polo. Yeah, for George Sedano, who oh. did not want. The robe. No, but, but I'll he, take us polo. But, he, but he's going to rock the polo, I'll the Sunday polo. swagger polo. with. Look at that. Candy canes on it. I like yeah. that. Gingerbread mans. I'll wear that for the kids before I uh, take off to Milwaukee Actually, maybe I Christmas. can. Oh, I could wear that to party this weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You want George's gift? Yeah. You could take it. Okay, here you no, go. I won't fit. It's oh, too big. okay. Yeah. Nah, I don't know about that. With Sedano, no, he's I, a little I, guy. Sedano likes yeah. him tight. He does. All, yeah. Hey, guys, you know what it's time for. What time for? It's time for what you need to know. What you need to know. On Sedano and Cap. Yes. Loud up. What What's do we that? need to know, girl? What do you got? All right. So we are talking about Christmas and, you know, giving away things. And Kraft, who is the owner of Philadelphia Ooh, Cream I Chips, saw this. Yes. They're actually paying you to buy a different dessert because there is a cream cheese shortage. <laughs> just like we talked about alcohol and uh, hot Cheetos, <laughs> two of my favorite things. There's a cream cheese shortage, really? Yeah. What are you doing in your but house, Kaplan? Have you ever eaten Flaming Hot oh, Cheetos? Oh, dude, this with- is a big oh problem God, for me. Yes, yes. girl, so amazing. Good. So, so good. anyways, you guys can go to spreadthefilling.com, wow. and if you guys buy a different type of dessert, you guys can upload the receipt there, and they will reimburse you up to $20. Wow. I thought that was pretty cool. That is kind of cool. A cream cheese shortage. Yeah. How could such a thing happen in this country? Well, you know, people were baking a lot. How do you make cream cheese? Isn't it just like uh, milk, milk it's and eggs and yeah. cheese? Just whip it. Right. Well, right. Whip it good. Whip it good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, they were talking about during the pandemic, people were baking so much. Yes. And then they weren't producing because of the pandemic, oh, but there is a shortage. Yeah, I, oh, so I, like I think this backlog. is a lie, though, because for Thanksgiving, I was made a, a cheesecake. I mean, a cream cheese-based um, dessert, and mm-hmm. there was plenty of cream. No cheese No problem with store. cream cheese. No, no I, I haven't noticed at the grocery store that there's a cream cheese. No, store. I haven't either. Me neither. But you know what? It's okay. I kind of really like this marketing from well, them. It's it good just marketing. Makes, yeah, it is, good, it is good marketing. Twenty bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, you know, bucks? you can get our stuff, get someone else's, yeah. and we'll still pay no, for but it. Then, Although with inflation, that's like probably but, like five bucks. But then also, what's going to happen? Look at the political statement from Sedan. Oh wait, there's generic. There's generic brands. There is. So people are. It's like, okay, I'm not going to get the craft 
brand, but I'll get the store brand. So I mean, had that exact gonna, problem. Had that, do you stop. like store brand though? You know I feel what? like store brand never became well, store brand. When I, no matter no, what no, it no, is. No, no, yep. no, no. When I make cheesecake, I only use the Philadelphia cream cheese. Because mm-hmm. the best okay. one. Yeah. Because even generic doing... medicines, like the Walgreens or no, CVS no, no, no. medicines, don't feel like they're okay. as effective My to me. friend is a farm tech. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, really? So my friend is a farm tech, and he always tells us to go with the store brand because yep. it's exactly same. It's exactly same. the same, same. thing yep. right but yep. it's all about mm. the name mm-hmm. was like, mm. you know who likes a good generic medicine is travis rogers you'll be on the golf course with him i'll be like hey man i have a headache so you got some excedrin he's like yeah i got excedrin he pulls out and it's like it's kroger equate. headache med- yeah, equate. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like no we're good homeboy yeah. <laughs> if you don't got to leave or tylenol or advil i'm good i, yeah, I had bro. this exact problem though this morning not knowing that there was a cream cheese cream cheese shortage my 15 year old's like dad you're on bagel duty, right? So I, I toast the bagel. Wait, is this a normal thing in your house, bagel duty? <laughs> she is <laughs> it a rotation? Does that mean you're the one that has to slice them and put them in the toaster? Yes, I need to make okay. her because I'm busy. I'm doing things. I'm getting my outfit together. I got so so I put the bagel in the toaster. Pops out. My son went to the grocery store yesterday. He got cream cheese. Was it a nice brown toast or did you burn it? Um, it was it was lightly toasted. Oh, light, very like lightly, a light brown, like a lightly toasted, mm-hmm. kind of hot. But the cream cheese isn't going to melt on it, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I go to the, the refrigerator. My son went to the store yesterday. He went to Sprouts. Oh, yeah. And he bought the Sprouts Ooh. cream cheese. Oh. And it's the boxed cream cheese. And then, you know, that really, really hard, That's like, fancy. aluminum yeah. foil yeah, yeah. kind of thing well, to open Kraft up. Well, Kraft also yeah, makes one like that, too. But that's usually just for baking, right? Old school. Yeah. Right. But I like oil. the tub where you, you open it up and yeah. it's whipped. It's a little whipped. Right. Yeah. So I a nice schmear on there. Correct. And so I go ahead. I try and pull out some of the cream cheese. cream cheese. And then I, I go to spread it on the bagel. I give it to my daughter. She's like, this cream cheese is oh, terrible. Yeah. I'm like, no, this cream cheese is fine. It's the same Philadelphia cream cheese. It just says sprouts all over it. She goes, no, this cream cheese sucks, Dad. Try it. So I tried it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is great because I didn't want to really fight with her. You know, She's like, no, this cream cheese sucks. And she like stormed out of the house, ate half the bagel, left half the bagel with the cream cheese. Now that I know there's a cream cheese shortage, I feel horrible. Right. Wasted cream cheese. For nothing. By the way, that what you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than mm. 90 minutes from wherever you are. Do you ever go red me. onion on there? You go red onion? I do. Little, little she locks, doesn't. Little no, little capers on Oh, it, I like a nice know? caper. Yeah. That's nice. I don't love a caper. No? Very salty. Really? Too like salty. It's like nice an and olive. So you go onion bagel? Or yeah. Or? Well, everything bagel. Yeah. Oh, you like, like an everything, everything bagel? Everything. I'm an everything Speaking bagel. Speaking of salty, why were Travis and Sleeva so salty about the Lakers this morning? That's a nice segue, Very good. That was good. That's professional. That's good. That's why you have a Sedano clause in your contract. You know what I think it is? I don't think, George, let me ask you, have you done anything to your hair? since you were on TV last night. No, nothing. Okay, see? It's the TV hair. Like, he's still got it, you know? Like, it's just perfect. Yeah, we have, like, makeup people and, like, Like, hair people. perfect. Yeah. So you're feeling pretty smart today. That was a nice transition. There might have been, like, a little bedhead in the back, but Uh outside of that, otherwise, I just combed that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they were salty. They were legitimately salty this morning. They were like... Yeah, it's a great win, and it was fun, and then but, it, but yeah. and I'm but like, Luca wasn't playing, so were, come yeah. on, right? But this team was a disaster. They were they lost two games to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who lost by 72 points to the Memphis Grizzlies. Like, can we at least go like, hey, there's a little growth right now? Well, and here's the thing: you also gotta just enjoy the wins, right? Yeah, when you get them. Yes. Especially with that ending. I mean, come on. You got to be happy. It was super fun. Like, listen, maybe it's, oh, you know, I was there and I was caught up in the emotion of it and whatever. But I I don't know. People, you watched it on TV. Wasn't it fun to watch? I was excited when you dapped LeBron. The second (laughs) time. Not the first time. The second 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 time. The second time. What about when I dapped Austin Reeves? Not as much. I don't think I saw that on TV. I don't think they caught that. Yeah. And I might not have been a dap. I might have been like a pat on the shoulder. You can hear Travis and Sleewa tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., by the way. I just was disappointed in them. Oh, producer Jorge. 
Hey, Vote for well, Laura. look, I think I think that mm. you've won three straight games. I thought LeBron said it really well after the game. We're playing together more. Yes. We're learning what each other does, what they like, where they're going to be. Some guys are coming off the bench that haven't contributed, you know, earlier in the season. Dude, they had three guys that didn't play, and Dwight and Horton Tucker and, and Malik Monk because of COVID. All of a sudden, Austin Reeves may not have even played in that game yesterday if those guys were healthy. Yeah. And and also, I thought Wayne Ellington also, you know, was somebody that Started got, the game. Yeah. And yeah. so, look, we all understand the roster turnover was massive. We got it. The beginning part of the season, especially the first 24 games or 12 and 12, they're not very good. LeBron missed a lot of time. Other guys had missed time. Correct. Nobody knew exactly who was doing what. Yeah. Everybody's complaining about the coach and blaming it on him. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. They've won three straight games. They're number nine on defense, which, which I said they'd be terrible at. You and brought right that now, up. And, right, and you know who brought that up to me? Tell me. Frank Vogel. Because I said to him in our pregame meeting, I said, I said, Frank, you guys are up to 11 now. And he's like, nine. We're tied for ninth. He corrected me. Mm-hmm. Man, Vogel's listening to the show. Yeah, well, I mean, did you happen to say anything to him? Like, hey, you know, for all this time, I've told you the roster construction sucks. But you know what? All of a sudden, I'm starting to maybe come around a little bit. Well, I didn't tell him that. But, I mean, I feel like the roster construction still needs, definitely t- needs tweaking. I don't think there's any, you know, debating that still. Like, it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Did you say, hey, what's up, coach? And then we'll dap, dap, dap. Frank and I are cool. We- I think it cool was, it, it was like- a dap. There was a dap with Frank. And oh, a dap yeah. with Jason Kidd, too, if you're. Oh, Jay Kidd. Yeah. yeah. Does he say, what's up, Sedona? Nah, it just says what's up. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frank different. Frank Frank says Sedano or George. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. First name basis. Yeah. I've known him for a long time. I understand. Oh no, I mean I, I believe that uh Vogel's first media day, Sedano actually got maybe like the like, you know, the hand a little, like, a little like the half shoulder hug. than like yeah. the shoulder half like hug. Like a half day. hug. Oh, that's so. nice. Like a bro handshake. Yeah. 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 It's very nice. Did you show our boss Amanda Brown your wine pour from last night and the uh, on Did the flight? Did you see that? Yeah, people were giving me all sorts of like in a good way, giving me grief here. Cuz I asked I him hope in, it was a large pour. It was, it was huge. It was it. massive. That's good. Hold on. Yeah. I could use a glass of wine right now. You know, we've got lots here. We do have lots. We should decant, don't you think? Well, we didn't bring a decanter. Oh, that will hurt that I mean, you could just open the bottle. You could. And let it air out. And just let it air out. Well, you know, while George is looking up the picture of his large (laughs) pour last night, I do have a bet that I have to pay off. Yes. I said that after the Lakers had that run-in earlier in the season where LeBron got tossed out of the game, I said that is a galvanizing moment for this team, and they're going to win seven of their next nine games. And they did not do that. They didn't win seven of their, now their next nine. Now they won six out of eight, though. Yeah, right. So it was. It, I was close, but in the well, end... Well, no, it was after the fact, though, but yes. Unfortunately for yes. me. Yes. I've asked LeBron on the air to please buy the bottle of Camus for George to pay off the bet because I took the Lakers and... One, I'm sure he listens to the show. Right. And yeah. two, yeah, I'm sure he's going to pay off that for you. Well, I just I mean, LeBron, nice is, gesture. LeBron is, admittedly is cheap. He ain't buying your bottle of wine, that's for sure. Like Not Travis Rogers cheap? or I mean, Dwayne Wade told me once on the air, straight up, that he literally is the guy who busts out his calculator at uh, dinner for like the tip. No, oh, I love no. you. I love and you doesn't pay, I love and LeBron has admitted he doesn't pay for the Spotify. He takes the free one with commercials. Okay, I do that too. Right. I do that too. But you have cited. That's true. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have cited. By the way, the cited hats you gave us yeah. the last time I was here. Yeah. I will say I rock that hat quite a bit. Like it's a that. nice it's hat. It's a nice hat. It's, it's nice a nice hat. hat. Nice trucker but, hat. But it, my whole thing is just with the Lakers, look, we've been killing them. And they've deserved it, by the way, which LeBron has talked about and Vogel's talked about. They're finally taking steps to look like a better team. I'm not saying that they're the championship team that I predicted at the beginning of the season because I look kind of foolish now in <laughs> retrospect. However, 
they don't look as bad as the team that lost to Oklahoma City. That's kind of my point. And I think that's the LeBron factor, you know? I sure. Mean, it, it's his his last nine games have been great. Right. And last night, when Reeves hits that shot, let me ask you guys this question. See, I love an underdog. I love an undrafted player that's not really supposed to be there, you know, um, and comes off the bench and comes up with the biggest moment. Right. Don't you feel like last night there was like this lovability factor, like the right guy got the right. moment? Let, let's talk about that on the other side because there was definitely a lot of that. Let's do that first. Um, Austin Reeves, by the way, will join us somewhere between 5.30 and 6, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It is the Sedano and Cap Christmas special. Sedano and Cap, yes. Especial. Si. Oh, I like this. Oh, mi burrito sabanero. This is like a classic in my house. Good choice, producer Laura. Look at Laura go. Get down, girl. Laura, was this a, is this a big one in your house? I, um, I mean, yeah. I'm just curious. It is? Yeah, I love the kids love it. We love it. I grew up on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, has, I like, grew rhythm, up with this. You know? Oh, it's good. Like, Feliz Navidad is like a lot calmer. You can feel it in your hips, Cap. I can see Laura with the oh, shoulder oh, I'm shake. I'm not even doing anything right yeah, now. Yeah, you are. No. Shake She's that literally shoulder. just sitting yeah, there and I'm Cap's like, like, yeah, move it, <laughs> yeah, work girl. it. Yeah. Imagine if I did the... Feel no, it. Remember, keep listening for Santa Slee to come down your chimney. I've, I'm, I've told, okay, Sedano, mm-hmm. that their box, one of the boxes, has something very special in it this afternoon. Okay. So if you pick the right box mm-hmm. underneath the 710 Christmas like tree. This is like movie seven, right? Like with Brad Pitt. Oh, What's on. in the box? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's wow. in the box? And, you know, very Morgan dramatic. Freeman told that was back. very dramatic. Wow. He mean, really it, got into that. You've never seen the movie? Physical comedy right Have there. Have you ever seen the movie? Seven. Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. So keep listening for Santa Slee to come Who's down the, the chimney. Movie with Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah. And some other people. <laughs> Be caller number seven when you do. <laughs> I just haven't seen it in like 20 years. Pick a box and it Morgan could be a good Freeman one. Morgan is in the movie with him. Oh, that's right. Yes, Santa Morgan. Santa huh, Chris? Right. Santa Slee is coming down the chimney. Plus, uh, Austin Reeves. Now, Radio Tinder. Oh, Radio Tinder. And, well, that's next, but Austin Reeves sometime as well in, before 6 o'clock. Hey, um, speaking of the Lakers mm-hmm. and what happened last night, yeah. you know, listen, it looks to me. See. It looks to me like a team is being built right. in front of us. As long as COVID doesn't get in the way like it has been uh, with Avery Bradley and Russell Westbrook now. Is it me or is anybody else like freaked out in real life? Because a little bit. Sports life. Tiny. Sports like okay, Rams, a lot of guys. Yeah. Cleveland Browns, lots of guys. Washington football team. Yeah. You know, Chicago Bulls, yeah. Lakers. I mean, all of a sudden, the sports part of it yeah. is freaking me out in real life. Yeah. Well, you know? wash your hands, mask up, do the right things. Get boosted. Haven't gotten boosted yet. Yeah. Want to get boosted. Yeah. I remember Sedano doing a video. Do you remember that in, actually, washing Laura hands. had just joined us. Yes, washing In, like, hands. February 2020. Yes. Of you showing people how to wash the hands in the kitchen. I did. I remember that. Yeah. It's a nice public service. Yeah, that's true. He did. I remember that. And people thought I was nuts back then. No, you were ahead on this. You were calling saying this is going to be a problem. I think I had it. Okay. When in show 2020, I was in Milwaukee and doing a game. 
And I swear to God, I got like super sick out of nowhere, like super duper sick. And I was like, I remember calling my wife and I'm like, I think I got this thing everyone's talking about that's in Asia. And she's like, oh, stop. You're just like a hypochondriac. Like you always I mean, you are a little bit of a hypochondriac. I, perhaps, yeah, yeah. but it was like, uh, I, it knocked me out for like a good 36 hours. Like I did the game, but I was like, you know, in a fog. Um, now, I don't know if I had it or not because, you know, I didn't get tested. I never got the antibodies or whatever. You know, I've subsequently followed the science since, but um, I, you know, people say that the the, the people who deal with um, the vaccines the worst are the people who have had it. Now I don't know if that's true or not, if that's hearsay, but the vaccines have all hit me hard, every right. single one of them, including yeah. the booster. My daughter told me, nineteen years old, told me today she got the booster yesterday. She said she slept till twelve thirty today. Yeah, I believe it. And when I was listening to Ramona and B Cam on the way up, Ramona said she slept till twelve thirty, like had to be woken up to go on the air. Because the booster kind of got her. Yeah. So all of these sports stories and all of these players and everything else, um, it's get it's getting me in real life like freaked out. Like I better get this do booster. What you gotta do. Well, I I mean it's hard to get a booster shot all of a sudden. You have to like it make is? an appointment. Right. Yeah. I mean no, you probably had to make an appointment in the beginning. I, I did, but yeah. I got one. It's coming up on the twenty second. Okay. I well, think so. I mean I, I thought we were supposed to have lunch too. that day. Yeah. Well, um, maybe we'll do it. Uh, maybe we'll have dinner yeah. instead. Is this yeah. the daughter that didn't like the cream cheese? No, that's the younger one. How many daughters you got? Three. Oh, well. Three, and I yeah, put up four fingers. Up four fingers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> George, <laughs> George, um, this, sir, is since it's a, it's a Christmas special today. Yeah. Now, what's the number on the top? 47? Oh, boy. Yes, sir. Okay. Does that? No, that's right. That's the 47th edition of the, uh, every year they add another number. To okay. It. So this is the Camus. Why you say, oh, boy? I'm just telling you. That's what it was. Because I thought it wasn't going to be, I thought it was going to be something bad. No. Really? Well, no, you, if actually it would have been earlier, it would have been even, like, an even bigger surprise. This is... The Camus See. that you won. I did. Because I said that the Lakers would be galvanized by the LeBron incident. In, the, in the, Detroit, yes. Right. Now, now here's the thing. I said the Lakers would win seven of their next nine games. They did not do that. Correct. They let me down. They did. This Camus cost some serious money. Yeah, it's not cheap. Nope. But a Where did is, you get it? Where did you get it? At a wine store. Oh, I'm yeah. just asking. Yeah. Because depending on where you got it, it could it really be a cost little you. cheaper in certain yeah. places. Well, I think I did get, believe it or not, I think I kind of got a good deal on did it. Did you get like one of those, you go to like, like Pavilions or like Ralph's where they do like the six bottles and you get like the double discount and all that, that stuff? That would have been the smarter thing to do. You just get like six bottles of stuff. Nah, I, I got one bottle at BevMo, if you want to oh, know. Oh, so I'm a big BevMo guy. You yeah. If you would have done that, if you would have get like six bottles of like $20 yeah. wine, yeah. or like five bottles of $20, you get the Camus, you still get the, the extra percentage. That would have been smart. That yeah. would have been very BevMo's smart. BevMo's a nice place. BevMo's good. BevMo's good. So here is the Camus. Yeah. To pay off the wager yeah. here on the Sedano and Cap Christmas Extravaganza. See. Everybody's getting gifts. Everybody's feeling good. You yeah. know? And here comes to George Sedano, the Camus that I owe him. Yeah. But I'll ask you this question. Yes. Was last night's Laker win? Yes. Was Austin Reeves being the guy who hit that shot? Yeah. Is that perhaps a galvanizing, defining moment? Because after the game, when he goes walking into the locker room and LeBron throws him the game ball and then DeAndre Jordan douses him with, and by the way, you could tell it was DeAndre because he was like the only guy not in uniform. He was in sweats. Yeah. And, and but DeAndre he, played yesterday. I'm just saying he, yeah. he stood out because yeah. he was wearing all purple. He douses Reeves with you know, the, the Water cooler. Water in the right. Gatorade cooler, right. right. Yeah. And then everybody goes crazy. Everybody's dancing. Yeah. Because he's... Teams need a player like him yeah. that's an underdog guy who's an who they look at as an overachiever, right. he looks at as, I've been like this my whole life. Right. 
So could last night's well, win? Well, that, that's not necessarily true. Um, I don't know if we have. I mean, he's going to come on and join us. But Lord, do we have the Austin Reeves interview with me too? Because I only asked him two questions. But the uh, I'm doing the Ireland. Oh, Sedano's going to throw to tape. Yeah, you want me to throw to it? No, no. So it's, that it's not so obvious. I mean, it doesn't make a difference. I don't care. But he he didn't say. He said like I asked him the question. He was like, dude, I you know I grew up watching these guys on TV. Right is what he said. Right. But but if you look back at his high school playing career, state championships, you look at his college no, he, career. He was a good college. He's a good right, player. Right. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't look prototypical. No, he looks like a baby. Right. So to see a guy who's an underdog. Yeah. An undrafted player who's an all-heart kind of guy yeah. hit that sort of shot. Yeah, it's awesome. Especially he's a rookie on top of that, undrafted the whole nine. Like, I think that plays for sure. And by the way, these guys have taken a liking to him because in practice, he plays hard as hell. And you need those guys on a team like that in practice aren't going to loaf. Did you hear the nickname they called him in the locker room after the game? AR-15? Nope. Oh, Which, by the way, I, I will that's say... That's LeBron gave him. I don't like that nickname. Yeah. I'm like an anti-gun person. Okay. You know, so I don't like the nickname. Yeah. I get it. It's his initials. Yeah. And I... It, I mean, yeah. Andre Kirilenko used to be AK-47. Which I don't like. Right. I don't like. Yeah. Um, I'm uptight like that. Yeah. But did you hear what they his, called him? His nickname in college was Hillbilly Kobe. No, that's not what they called him, though. Right. What? They called him Light Skin. Which is a great, oh, yeah. great it nickname. It is a great nickname. When you're the only white guy yeah. on the entire team. Right. The light-skinned brother. Yeah. That was cool. And you just, he's sort of a guy who when the players look at him, they're like, look what look what we've created here, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And I wonder. Well, the Lakers' development. Look, his, if you talk to people around the NBA, right, they always say San Antonio, Miami, Toronto, that those are the three teams that do the best job at, like, cultivating diamonds out of the rough. And historically, they have done an unbelievable job. You're talking about decades of them doing that, right? But the Lakers have done that really well here, uh, thanks to, I think it's Jesse Buss, who oversees the G League um, part of their organization. He's done an awesome job with that stuff, dating back to Caruso, right? Like, all these guys they've had on the roster over the years and developing the young guys – all the young guys that used to be here are all, for the most part, playing really well elsewhere. Yeah. I just think, again, for me, I love an underdog. You know, I know people are ridiculing the Kurt Warner film that's about to come out. You yeah. know, they say it looks cheesy and whatever. It, it looks weird. I just don't like the way it's filmed, but I do like the story, of course. But of course, but it, those kinds of stories. Yeah. You know, I'm watching the Chargers right now. Let's go Chiefs. I love a player like Austin Eckler. I yeah. mean, I know he plays for the Chargers, and I'm the number one Charger hater, yes. but... I love an undrafted player from a small school. Not that Austin Reeves went to a small school because he's coming from Oklahoma. But I love an undrafted guy who people think maybe is overachieving, doesn't belong, doesn't fit the profile. That, to me, was Austin Reeves. The shot last night, you know, you. I think it was John Ireland who said he just hit the biggest shot of his life. This was on the TV broadcast, or on the radio broadcast? Mm -hmm. The TV broadcast. John, yeah. And, and I really wonder when he comes on the air here soon. Was that the biggest shot of his life? And if it wasn't, what was? I mean, it's it's a, a game winner in a professional game, so it has Dude, to it's, it, you got a pass I, from Russ Westbrook. So I asked him yesterday about just all that stuff. It's literally two questions. Go ahead, play it. We're here with Austin Reeves as well, the hero of the game. Austin was just asking LeBron about you and that last shot. What was going through your mind when you got the ball? Uh, I mean, there was about two seconds left, so I mean, I didn't really have anything else, else to do but shoot it. Uh, I was walking on the court, and Coach Mike P looked at me and was like, hey, if it comes to you, make a shot. So, uh, good pass by Russ, and I, I, I made a shot. What does it say that LeBron, Russ, AD, this team, Coach Vogel, have this kind of trust in you as a rookie? 
Uh, it's amazing. Uh, I grew up watching these guys. I mean, uh, coach is, is a really good coach, won a championship, and has been in a, a lot of big games. So uh, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's surreal, and I mean, I really don't even think it's hit me yet. Well, Austin, congratulations. <laughs> yes, sir. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. You old-ass geezer. He called you sir. He did call me sir. I got to so many texts about that afterwards and tweeted the about sir? that afterwards. Yes. And then I talked. I tweeted about it. I said he called me sir on TV. I, like, officially watched Yeah. This. Yep. I missed that tweet. I only saw the tweet about you saying that two people could hang on to me for dear life because of my size. Right. No, yeah, you were a little bent. Right. Out I mean, at that point, you know, your mind gets focused you're, on You're on bent that. out of shape. Right. I'm See a larger fellow. Yeah. I, I got it. Yeah. I got it, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so Austin Reeves is going to join us before 6 o'clock, but next we got Radio Tinder. Stick around. We're back in three minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It is the Sedano and Cap Christmas special on 710 ESPN. Gifts are being had, Cap. Your robes, your Sunday swagger, lots of wine. And guess what? It is that time. We do it each weekday at 530. The one and only producer, Lindsay. It's time for Radio Tinder. Actually, I should turn this on. Hey, Lindsay, what do you got? Well, what we got is... Austin Reeves on the line. Oh, ready oh. to go right now for okay, you guys. Okay, so we will push back Radio Tinder. Yeah, perfect Let, timing. Let's talk to the hero of last night's game. I got a chance to talk to him on national television yesterday. Austin, thank you for coming over after I spoke to LeBron on ESPN to chat with me. Although I will say this, you know, while I congratulate you yesterday, and I will congratulate you today. I know it's because you're a Southern kid and you've got you're very very uh, respectful. But all I got was tweets and text messages about. Wow, how old do you feel that Austin Reeves called you sir after you said thank you? <laughs> uh, that's that's funny. I call uh, I call a lot of people that's probably mid twenties, um, ma'am or sir, and I, I get that a lot. They they always kind of get mad at me and tell me not to. No, uh, no, not no, no, call no. Them that, but I, it's a habit. I listen. I'm old, bro. I'm 44. <laughs> I deserve a sir. It's all good. I was super happy for you as as we talked yesterday. Thank you for coming on today on the radio show. So for just like what is the last, I don't know, 18 hours or whatever it's been since that shot been like for you? Uh, it's been crazy. I mean, um, obviously my phone is, is going pretty nuts um, just with family and friends texting me. Um and uh, just things like that, um, just everybody reaching out to congratulate me um, on, you know, a good game and a, and a big win and a big shot. So um, the last, I mean, like you said, 18 hours has been a lot of uh, just catching up with people back home um, and just really appreciate them showing the support. 
So after the game, one of the announcers said, Austin, he just hit the shot of his life. So was that the shot of your life? And if it wasn't, what is in your history your shot of your life? I would definitely say that that's, that's number one now. Uh, I mean, just because, I mean, it's, it's the NBA. It's the I mean, highest stage of basketball that you could possibly be playing. And uh, to be an undrafted rookie, um, someone that, I mean, not a lot of people thought uh, I would be in this situation. But um, to not just be in the situation, but to, to, I mean, come up clutch and, I mean, make a shot in that type of situation is, is real special. And hopefully we can have many more. So I'm curious. So you said also after the game, you know, I kind of grew up watching these guys play. When you're mm-hmm. 16 or 17 or 18-year-old kid and you're watching these guys, are you thinking back then, like, hey, one day I can actually play amongst these kinds of players? Uh, at that point, probably not. Uh, it probably wasn't until a couple of years into college um, that I, like, genuinely thought I could. Um, but, I mean, when you're a kid, you always, I mean, you, you shoot for the stars. Um but I mean, at that, I mean, I was, I'm gonna, I'm a realist of myself. I'm not gonna go over the top and tell myself I can do something when it's, it's not um, really gonna happen. But I mean, as a basketball player, you just gotta put in the work. And uh, when I went to college, I mean, it, 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 the vision became more clear and clear that I, I could really be at this level. Austin Reeves joining us here. Hero from last night for your Los Angeles Lakers here on ESPN 710 here in Los Angeles. So, look, man, you know, you mentioned putting in the work, and, you know, I've seen it, right? Like, I've seen the videos from you at practice. I've seen LeBron feeding you threes in practice. And, you know, at at what point did you say to yourself when you're on the court with these guys and practice or whatnot that you're like, yeah, man, I, I, I belong here. Like not, not when you were in college, like when you're actually with these guys. Yeah. I mean, I would say it was, uh, I mean, really the first time we played, uh, I mean, really five on five in practice, uh, you before, I mean, like I said, I've grown up watching all these guys. So it was kind of, it was kind of, I was kind of in awe from, from the get go, but, um, once you get going, and it, I mean, it's just basketball at the end of the day. Once you get to play in and, and everything feels comfortable, you feel good, and then you realize, like, oh, like, like I said, I feel comfortable, and the things that I I can do that I feel like um, can uh, translate well with with the guys that we have on the team. So, uh, really, just the first time we we played five on five in practice, I felt like I was in a really good place. What did you think last night when you come off the floor and you're going into the locker room, LeBron feeds you the ball, DeAndre douses you, and the place goes nuts. And I love the nickname, Light Skin. You'll have to excuse me. I love that, man. I love that. You'll have to excuse me, brother, but I love it. What would you think about that scene in the locker room last night, dude? Uh, man, it's, it's special. Uh, I mean, like I said, once again, I mean, I, I grew up watching literally all these guys play, like literally everybody on the uh, on the team. I mean, you got the young guys with Taylor and, and Malik. I mean, I've known Malik for a while. Um, but everybody else, I mean, I've literally watched growing up. I mean, um, so for them to just uh, embrace me and you could tell that it was genuine and they was just as happy as uh, for me as if they hit the shot for themselves. So, 
to go into a locker room with uh, those types of guys and for them to be uh, that happy for me is really special. Now, how many nicknames do you have now, Austin? Because, you know, there's light-skinned LeBron. When I was talking to him, he called you AR-15. You know, I've, I've heard the stuff that they used to call you Hillbilly Kobe when you were in college. How many damn nicknames do you have, young man? Yeah, I have a couple, and I think more and more just keep coming. <laughs> Which one do you like the most? Honestly, I I don't care. I mean... I I really just like to be called Austin, but, I mean, <laughs> whatever anybody calls me, I don't care. All right, let me ask you this real quick. What does this win mean, in your opinion? I know you're trying to get a read on the team. You're 30 games into a season in your rookie season. But a defining moment. Seasons have them. What do you think last night could mean going forward for this team? I think it can mean a lot. Um, I mean, it was a, a big win for us going on the road. Um I mean, that was our third third in a row. So, uh, really, just just keep the momentum going. And I mean, it's always good to to win post games like that, overtime games, um, to really be battle tested uh, late late in the game, and for us to come up and make plays uh, the way that we did um, is really gonna like uh, feed us. I mean, throughout the year, and it's gonna. I mean, it just shows us uh, what we're capable of and what our expectation really is. So, I think it could go a long way. Austin Reeves with us here, the hero last night for your Los Angeles Lakers on Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN in L.A. So, you know, look, obviously the team has has won six out of eight, three in a row, as Scott mentioned. Uh, you know, offensively, look, LeBron is healthier, right? Like, that's obvious, and he's the catalyst for a lot of the stuff that happens on offense. But defensively, you guys have have grown exponentially. I mean, you guys were a bottom third defensive team not that long ago. Uh, your coach was telling me yesterday you're tied for ninth now in defensive rating. What has been the big difference on that side of the ball? Uh, I think it's really just uh, chemistry. Um, uh, our group is very, very new to each other. A lot of us haven't played together. And, I mean, you got to have that, that defensive chemistry um, and, uh, you know, technique of, of what we got going on on the court um, and for everybody to be in sync. So I feel like, I mean, the more games we play, the better we're going to get um, from the standpoint of just chemistry and knowing uh, rotations and just trusting that the help is going to be there and then the extra guy is going to rotate and, um, and those types of things. And I feel like uh, we keep preaching it in the film room and in practice when we're walking through stuff like that. Um, we keep drilling uh, the chemistry on the defensive end. And you can tell from early in the year, like you said, bottom third and in defense to now growing up to ninth, um, the steps that we're taking are in the right direction, and we just got to keep plugging and keep moving forward in that aspect. All right, Austin Reeves. Um, young guy, rookie, undrafted. So I know for me, I'd be like, you'd call people sir. I'd be, I'd walk up to LeBron and go, sir, um, can we, can we exchange cell phone numbers so that I know how I can reach you, you can reach me? Do you have LeBron James's cell phone in your phone? I do, yes. How long have you had? I mean, did he give it to you last night, or had he given it to you prior? <laughs> you know, uh, that's, actually, that's actually funny. Um, no, it was, uh, it was actually the, the mini camp uh, that we went to in Vegas that LeBron put on. Um, everybody was putting a group message and basically uh, – you know, you got everybody's number at that point. What other rookie stuff have they had you do? Like you're carrying bags? Like what's going on there? Oh, I do it all. I mean, <laughs> I do it all. I carry bags. I go get 
donuts. I go get uh, deodorant, body wash, really anything that they need. They could they could tell me to go pick up some food. I'll go. Um, really, just whatever they need to do, I'll go do it. Well, Austin, you're definitely doing it on the court too, brother. So Congrats, thank you. Man, that was Congratulations awesome. again for the second time. Thank you for joining me yesterday and joining us here today on the radio. Keep it going, man. Congrats, okay? For sure. I appreciate you. All yeah. right. Way Take to go, care. sir. There he is, Austin Reeves. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You, you know, that's so cool, man, to to find yourself in that position. How old do you think he is? 21, 22? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, that's what a moment in life. The ball is coming at you. Russ just threw it to you. There's two seconds on the clock. You don't even have time to think and process, should I take it and give it back to LeBron? No, I know the moment. I, I got to shoot this ball, and I, I've trained my whole life for a moment like this. It gives me goosebumps talking about it. It's pretty it. wild. I should have asked him how he felt about not getting the foul call at the end. We forgot to ask him that. But anyway, <laughs> thanks to Austin Reeves. If you missed that, go back on the Sedato and Cap podcast wherever you find your podcast. All right, coming up next, Radio Tinder. We got pushed back because of Austin, uh, which is a good reason too, certainly. Thank you to uh, Tanisha Cooper and the Lakers for helping us out there uh, with Austin as well. So Radio Tinder's up next. Oh, yeah. It is the Sedato and Cap Christmas special on 710 ESPN. The 710 Mandy Awards are now sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings and Jim Beam, guys. Go vote now at 710awards.net. But you know what it's time for again? Mm-hmm. The segment we do each day at 5.30 unless we move it to 5.47. With Austin Reeves. <laughs> because Austin Reeves. Yeah, you, know, you wanted to talk to Austin He's, he was great. He's your buddy. He was he great. Was great. He, was he was great. such a nice kid. He's a great guy. You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Instagram. It's time for Radio Tinder. Take it away, Lindsay. Yes, sir. Well, Austin Reeves called me ma'am. He did. Yes, he did. Tell, us, tell us how Austin Reeves called I you. I answered the phone and I was like, ESPN LA, this is Lindsay. And he's like, yes, ma'am, this is Austin Reeves. <laughs> Southern gentleman. He Very is, nice guy. Is, yes. So don't feel too old because you know, I feel like calling a woman ma'am is older than calling a guy sir. Right. Because I like call everybody sir, yeah. even if they're like much younger than me. Like I just, I'm just being polite, you know? Yeah. Even well, though it's a little over the top. Speaking of sirs, Elon Musk has said that Neuralink, his brain interface technology company, hopes to start implanting its microchips in humans beginning next year. <laughs> Neuralink, which was co-founded by Musk in 2016, is developing a chip that would be implanted in people's brains to simultaneously record and stimulate brain activity. It's intended to have medical applications such as treating serious spinal cord injuries and neurological disorders. So during an interview with the Wall Street Journal, Musk was asked what Neuralink planned to do in 2022. And he said, we hope to have this in our first humans next year, pending FDA approval. Are you guys in on Elon Musk's Neuralink brain chip? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Uh, swiping left. I'm out. I'm out on Elon Musk trying to inject anything into my brain. No, thank you. That's it. It's pretty simple. I'm swiping left also, but if Elon Musk would allow me to surgically implant his own chip into his head, now I have no experience as a surgeon, by the way, but my point is he got to do it first. Let's see him do it. And then maybe... Eventually, down the line, I give it some consideration. No, nah, I'm out all the way. So wait, if let let's say you have like Alzheimer's or some type of neurological brain, well, you wouldn't let one of your family members be in a trial for this. Oh no, my family members, that's fine, that's their <laughs> deal. But for me, it's different. You know, like it's it's me. Okay, all right. You know, I'm selfish like that. Dad, Elon Musk is about to implant something into your brain to make you less cheap than you are my whole life. So. Maybe that would work. Morales, are you in or out on this this chip in your brain? I think Kaplan, you need something implanted in. 
<laughs> just saying it can't hurt, right? Right. I mean, what's right? It's, it's all it's all upside. It right? can't yeah. be worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine what they would record from this brain? Uh, I can't actually. I think we hear it every day. I don't want to What's next, Lindsay? All right, Coach Deion Sanders has dispelled rumors that someone is paying the highly coveted high school recruit Travis Hunter a lot of money to play for him at Jackson State instead of a traditional Power Five conference program. Primetime appeared on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max yeah, this morning. Key- right here on 710 ESPN, and Jay will ask Coach Prime about those rumors and innuendo, and here's what he had to say. Okay, got to restart it. A million and a half? I heard a million and a half. That's the biggest lie I've ever heard. You know what that is? That means we kicked your butt, we took what was ours, and now you got to make up an excuse why. Ooh. Ain't nobody done no million and a half. I would pay my son a million and a half. I'm going to coach a guy that's making more than me. Uh, do you guys believe, Deion Sanders, that Travis Hunter was not paid to play at Jackson State? Cap, swipe left or swipe right? I'm going to swipe right and say I, I do believe Deion Sanders, but here's what I'll say. First of all, it's a great coup by Deion, okay? In fact, not joking at all. You guys know my son just got done with his eligibility down at Saddleback College. Mm-hmm. I'm literally calling the coaches at Jackson State. I'm like, dude, you should go play for Deion Sanders. They're going to get so much publicity. It's going to be fun. So anyway, I do believe Deion. I don't think that he was paid to go there. But I think if you're the kid, you listen to Deion Sanders and he says, hey, forget about college football glory. That thing's a, a, That's in the past. You want to learn how to be an NFL DB? You want to be the best? Come train with me. And I got a lot of companies that sponsor me. NIL deals happen now. We'll get you a whole bunch. So I think that there's a future upside for the kid, but I don't think he was paid that kind of money to go to Jackson State. Yeah, I would agree. I'm also swiping right. I, I He was definitely paid uh, probably a large amount of money, but not a million and a half dollars because to Dion's point, they're not paying him that. Now he doesn't also need that kind of money from Jackson State. Mm-hmm. But I, he got money. It's not going to be that. Co- now, maybe the whole deal, because they did like a reality show thing with him, maybe at the end of the of the deal it could be worth – over two, uh, you know, one and a half million over four years, but not out of the gate. How much do you think they paid him? If you had to guess, but but you got the way you're the saying NIL it though. Deal pro- it's probably close to like five hundred. You know, probably five hundred grand is my guess. Life changing money. For but it's guess. important sure. the, the way it's being phrased though. What did they pay him? No, someone else paid him. Right, a third party. Right. I mean, it's a third party that is circumventing the whole. Pay, you know, the NIL well, deals they? allow them to circumvent the whole thing. Well, right. I don't know if it's circumventing anymore now that it's legal. Yeah, and and by the way. Shame on everyone else for not cutting a deal, you know? It's like the the one guy from Ohio State who got a truck, who was a booster of Ohio State. Like, don't you think in a roundabout way that's kind of like the school paying them, you know? Yes, I do, but that's the way college football is now run. I personally don't like it. I know a lot of people I are like, it. I know a lot of people are like, you know what? It's great for the kids. They're finally getting their money. I think it's going to change college football. The next five to ten years, everything's going to be different. Oh, but has. But on the other hand... You know, maybe it's schools like Jackson State that will start to get better players and the, the the wealth will be spread throughout college football. It won't just be Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State anymore. Yeah, I would hope that that's the case. And here's the thing. Like, look, man, we work for a company that pays billions of dollars for TV rights, okay, for college football, and those kids weren't getting anything. So at least now they're getting an opportunity to get something. So, all right, well, what, what's next? Speaking of kids, multiple California school districts are dropping failing grades from their curriculum and instead opting for marks such as incomplete. 
Los Angeles, Santa Ana, Oakland Unified, Sacramento City Unified, and other California districts will restrict the use of D and diminish F grades. High schoolers who fail a test or assignment will get another chance to finish the work or get a higher grade. Those in favor of the grading style believe that students should be assessed on their mastery of what they've learned and not how they do on a test. Uh, do you like this idea? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? I wasn't paying attention, so go with cap first. <laughs> you can't get rid of the D's. <laughs> Getting rid of D's and F's <laughs> in L.A. school districts. Um, this is a tough one because on one hand... No, I think you got it. Listen, I don't believe... I'm going to be consistent on this. Go I ahead. don't believe in like the... Uh, the Everybody participation gets a ribbon. Yeah. So if I don't believe in the participation ribbon, then I I got to believe that there has to be some sort of failing grade, right? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, yeah. what, what are we what are we creating here? Kids that know that no matter what, They're there is pass. no there is no failure. Right. I mean, I think that's a that's kind of a problem. You know, like you you take the class. I know I got it. Not everybody's a good test taker. Believe me, I got four kids. I've seen this over and over again. Not everybody can take a test, but teachers make it kind of easy for you to pass their classes right now my kids are in finals if your grade on your final isn't going to help your grade in many instances the teachers are like we won't use it like we're not going to use it against you like i find that the teachers are making it way easier and I'm, we're giving people high school diplomas whether they earned them or they didn't well at least that's the way i feel you could make the argument what about kids who are actually very intelligent mm. and don't do well on tests i've got one of those so then don't you think that there's a, it, this is a better way to grade them in general I feel like the teachers are going out of their way to make sure these kids don't fail. That's what I think. It's not true. And plus, no? all the stuff that you learn in school, how much of it do you actually use? Like, they still don't, in my school at least, like, they, they didn't have any any classes about taxes or money or anything like that. That's the stuff that I think they well, should be teaching. I, 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 you know, I heard Ramona and, uh, and them talking about this on Mason and Ireland the other day. I do agree with that. They should teach you how to... Balance uh, a checkbook. Finance, yeah. right, all the taxes, credit cards, all these things. That when you eventually get old enough to use, you j like most kids screw up at, at least initially. Mm -hmm. Yes. What are you saying, Laura? Though you, you I'm a college think? student, man. So I know professors are like, I had a professor literally telling us the average grade in my class is a D, and he laughed. I got a C, and I was mad. It's been my only C, and I'm like, you know what? You want us? He literally said, I want you guys to fail. Oh wow. So I'm like, oh, you're such a jerk. Wow. Mm -hmm. I want you to fail. I feel like the administration needs to know about that. They do. I don't think they care. All right. That is wow. Radio Tinder. Normally at 530. Right, Christopher? You can hear it at 530 most weekdays. Don't forget, by the way, we mentioned Keyshawn. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max tomorrow morning until 10 a.m. There you go. Uh, all right. Coming up next, let's let's dive into some football stuff because there's a lot going on. Dude. We've talked a lot of basketball yeah. today. But there's a lot of football stuff to get to, including the Rams kind of in a tough spot. The Chargers already uh you know behind in this particular game let's dive into some football 